This episode of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast is brought to you by our patrons on Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast to support our show. The Battlefront Podcast is also brought to you by Star Wars Uplink, Tiny Sheep Entertainment's new podcast hosted by Sage Goodwin and Jared Bilby, covering everything Star Wars gaming, past, present, and future. Search Star Wars Uplink on your favorite podcast app and look for the tie-dye. Activate your personal shield and get your trade level to three because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Welcome to episode 89 of the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. I'm your host, Sage Goodwin, joined by my brother and co-host, Sam Goodwin. Oh my. And this is the episode everyone's been waiting for. Who's everyone? All of our followers on Twitter. When's the hero episode going to be out? When's the hero episode going to be out? It is here. It is here. In this episode, we'll be going over heroes, classes, and customization, but a strong focus on heroes, because that is something we're both very excited for in the next Battlefront franchise. Let's get started. One last thing before we uh, start on the Heroes episode. We have a new addition to the Patreon, our Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast. So for the $1 a month tier, we are starting a new series that will be implemented through Patreon. So if you support us $1 a month and um, activate the tier level, you'll be able to come on the episode for a 10-minute segment on each episode of the podcast on a topic of your choice this will be titled community conquest so if you'd like to be on the podcast and want to support the show that is a wonderful way to do so now let's talk heroes okay sam you're the heroes guy what do you've got to say just before we get into the actual segmented sections of the podcast thoughts on the changes that they've made to heroes Thoughts on what changes they made to the heroes. Okay, uh, first and foremost, they changed the health system, which I am a fan of. Instead of a fixed amount of health that varies between each hero, you now, which still varies, but yeah, so you have less health and health regeneration now. So if you don't know, in the original Battlefront, you had a hero and you had a set section of health. In the beta, you had a region that slowly uh, depleted as time went on but you could regen health if you killed people and then they changed that for the initial release to where it's just a set health that you cannot uh regen at all you have to go around the map to pick up hero hero uh, health pickups but they have changed that in this alpha version they may change it again we don't know but in this version you have a set of health that varies between each hero and then you have a slow regen as time goes on. So if you if you go into battle, you lose a lot of health. You can go back and just camp and then regen that health, with this, uh, which has changed the gameplay style immensely. Like instead of just going in there, just destroying everyone, now you have to be more more strategic in how you play heroes. Um, not really many other changes besides new heroes. That's about the foremost. So now that we've got our overall thoughts on the heroes done which i think they've done a very a very good job of uh changing the heroes to make the gameplay more strategic and more in depth uh so now we're going on to um 
how they've changed getting heroes. So instead of getting going around the maps and getting tokens, you actually, as time goes on, as you uh, complete objectives, as you get kills, as you use your abilities for your class, like if you get hit with by the... So if you're using the, the heavy class and you get hit by someone else and take damage, you get more battle points. And that's the system that you use. So you collect these battle points. As time goes on, you complete objectives. And then you spend those battle points for heroes. Right now it's 5,000 and then some other builds they had at 1,000 per hero. Um, just to see uh, how the differences in battle points changed, how many times people got the heroes. So you get these points, you spend them on either other upgrade classes, uh, like the super battle droid or the jump trooper, or you can save them up even more and get heroes. So how do you, how do you feel about this change, Sam? I actually um, really enjoy this. It's way better than having to randomly find a hero pickup, as in Battlefront 2015 had. Yeah. And people can't camp. Yeah, you can't. So no longer you have this one single, uh, maybe multiple tokens on the map, and then you they stay there basically the whole game mode, no matter how many times you play it. And if you... If you uh, memorize the actual positions you could go in there camp it and then just wait for the hero pickup to come up snag the hero so a lot of the times it was actually rare that you got a hero pickup but this time like i was actually waiting for the hero to become available because i already had the points available so that i love this change it's uh, so much more fun than oh crap this person has the has the position memorized so they get the hero pickup it's like in 2015's Battlefront, you had, oh, first person get to the hero pickup gets the hero. But this time, it's anybody can be the hero if they want to, or you don't have to be the hero. Um, so I really like that. I think it's a lot easier. I added two times. I got the hero once, which is a 50% chance. Yeah. I had the chance to get them twice, but I didn't actually do that. I had the chance to get it every second of the game. Okay. Because I had 5,000 battle points right when I spawned in. And that the battle point system is something that may need to be worked on because it's like it's a there there's an upside and a downside to that to where you have all of these battle points to get them super super fast. Me, yes, especially if you're the the heavy in the pre-alpha that was the overpowered class. And you I didn't hit, spend you get battle my points. battle points at all. Yeah, I didn't spend them at all. Uh because you stayed the same class the, battle, the whole time. I did the B two battle droid thing once. Yeah. So that that may be something they need to tweak to maybe make the heroes maybe 7,000 battle points just to get it uh, more balanced. So overall, do you like the change that they've made to the, to the hero pickup system? I do. Now let's go on to the biggest. This, this is the new Helmetless Stormtroopers cross-era hero play. In the previous Battlefront, they had they had all these heroes, but they're from the original trilogy, so you didn't really have this problem. Yes, Boba Fett was never shown on Hoth. Yes, Luke, at the original release, had the Return of the Jedi skin. They eventually changed that. But you didn't really have the problem of multiple heroes across eras playing in the same uh, map. So you don't have Boba Fett fighting clones but in this battlefront at the pre-alpha and they've said that they they may change it in the future they don't really know um but in this battlefront you can play boba fett and then you can fight clones you can play ray and then destroy droids how do you feel about that i actually don't mind it 
I don't either. I think it's so much fun. Like, obviously, it's, oh, they they were never there. Um, but it's a game. It's supposed to be fun. They've got the canon aspect, which is the campaign. Yeah. So. I, um, I have no, like, I don't really have any thoughts about it. I no? just I just think that it's a game. The campaign's for canonosity. I think that's a word. The campaign's for the canon. The game, like, Battlefront 2, no one complained the crap out of that. And it had. Yeah. Like, it Riffle had Jawas. It had canon stuff, but... But then you could play Anakin versus Darth Vader. Yeah. Can you? I think so. I thought Anakin was on the dark side. Oh, maybe. Well, you can play uh, Princess Leia versus uh, Count Dooku. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Which, I like I like that, um, the freedom that gives, because, like, you can say, who would win? Would it be Count Dooku, or would it be Luke Skywalker? Like, I, I would love to test that out and see how everything it see how everyone matches up um, but a lot of people say oh it's not canon we can't have that um, it's a game it's supposed to be fun um, like in the regional uh, Battlefront 2015 Boba Fett was supposedly dead by the time Battle of Jakku took place Darth Vader was dead by the time Battle of Jakku took place Emperor Palpatine was dead by the time Battle of Jakku took place or is he or is he Snoke <laughs> That is actually a theory that Emperor Palpatine is Stoke, though. Why can't anyone actually say, hey, Snoke is a new character, which I believe he is. Maybe we'll be like, OMG, it's that Jawa in the background. <laughs> um, yeah. But you don't really have any thoughts on, like, overall thoughts on cross-era hero play. I mean, I hope they do cross-era hero play, but if they don't, I can understand why. Yeah. I mean... I think it would be fun if they had it all, all game modes, but if they don't, if they go like, hey, you can only play cross-era hero play um, on these certain maps, I'd be fine with that. I personally would like the freedom to be, say, hey, I want to play this hero in this era and see what that's like. But other people not don't want that to happen, so if you want to uh, maybe make a compromise way, say, hey, you can in these game modes you can play whatever hero you want to, and in these game modes we're going to keep it specifically era-driven. Uh, how did you feel about the gameplay for the heroes? I thought it was fine. I mean, not really much difference from Battlefront 2015. I mean, they kept most, kept most of the mechanics. Like, they didn't really change the aiming style or really anything. They just added more heroes and changed the health style and the star card little animations. Yeah, and they do still have traits. That has been... Do they? Yeah, that has been confirmed. They have all uh, sub-traits to where you can say, hey, I want my Boba Fett to have a longer jetpack. That's that's a trait that you can okay. have. Do you talk about that uh, star card little passive ability? It's Yeah, it's a passive ability, but they are still called traits, so it's taken cues from the original Battlefront that they originally... Uh, didn't have but gained throughout the the DLC's release. I I really like the hero the changes that they've made to the heroes gameplay. You still can't go into first person though. Obviously. Uh, yeah. I think it'd be cool but it'd also be weird to have these like hands in front like kind of like Minecraft. But there weren't very drastic changes. There were improvements over the previous game. Um how did you feel about the implementation of the abilities? Han Solo looks to be pretty similar, but Boba Fett's changed drastically, and we'll get into that a little bit later when we go hero by hero. Well, Han Solo sucks, and he's trash as always, and Boba Fett is still underpowered as always. Like, they 
basically, they actually did. I noticed on Han Solo, they went more back to the Battlefront two days of his abilities. Yeah, made made him more like a regular trooper because I saw that he had a debt pack. D e t. What's a debt? A detonite. Oh. De- you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, a well, thermal detonator. Yeah, it's like the uh, specialist. Where you can drop a uh, mine. Yeah, and then he can activate it at will. Yeah. Then he has his, uh, yeah, I don't want to get into that too much, but he's he's more like the original Battlefront 2 hero. Actually, we can. We can start, we can go into the hero discussion now, like per hero with Han. Let's start with Han. Yeah, so we've, we just mentioned Han Solo in the original game. Uh, Sam he was says, trash. Sam says he's trash. Yeah, uh, trash. <laughs> Um, I didn't really have a problem with him. You have to use him in a specific way. Um, you have to use him by rolling off the edge and committing suicide, so you don't have to play him anymore. Um, so original Battlefront, he had folk. Well, he had his lucky shot, lucky shot, which, shoulder charge, lucky shot, shoulder charge, and then the um, rapid fire, rapid fire. So the shoulder charge is brought over to the new Battlefront. Yeah, and it seems to be the same. Yeah, it looks exactly the same i didn't see a lucky shot though no that was replaced with the dead knight charge yeah. so now he's more of a um a stay back trooper and overall battlefront 2 from what we've played and that is pre-alpha um it seems to be that they're changing it into be more defensive and strategic hero so pretty much only darth maul in the alpha that we played could go into a room and just come out alive and that's if you have the element of surprise. If you have the element of surprise. If they are prepared, you can't do that. So the heroes are weaker, and we'll actually get into this a little bit later as well. But how the the weak, uh, the weaker characters and the hero region will affect different game modes. But you obviously think that Han Solo should be buffed. Buffed or removed, either one. What do you have? Why do you have a, such a big problem with Han Solo? Because they never get him right. Okay, now I just maybe a health boost or something because so you want him to be stronger. I want him to be stronger. You because Ray is more powerful than him. You know. Yeah. And Ray's not even a trained Jedi. Well, hold that thought. We're gonna go onto the flip side and talk about Boba Fett. Okay. Did Dice hashtag make Boba great again? No. From what you've seen, I actually played him. He's very different. From okay. The first battlefront. In the first battlefront, he had a wrist launcher, a wrist rocket, a wrist rocket. <laughs> he wrist. had a wrist rocket. Uh, he had a jetpack. He had a um, a flamethrower, and he also had the jetpack was part of his ability, so he didn't have anything else. Yeah, he had a scan ping trait that was added. Yes, which um, which they have implemented, which in is the way better. Okay, so. In the new Battlefront, they have a flamethrower that is activated through... Melee. Melee, which is a good use of melee. Which it wasn't available in the pre-alpha build, but it will be in launch. Yeah, and they also had a new wrist, launch, uh, wrist rocket. Um, it shot like a flurry of rockets, like seven... Ro- five rockets? Yeah, five. Yeah. Instead so of wait, a single rocket, it show, uh, shot multiple, and then it tracked to... It was like a combo move. Like you couldn't. It's not really practical to do it on the ground, so you'd yeah. have to use your jetpack. So they're focusing on Boba Fett in the air, as the, as you should, because 
He's I the mean, only character with a jump pack. They might be reserving this for Django Fett, but I wish he had his whip his whip cord where what he used to do uh, disarm Luke. Yeah, or you know, time up. And then uh, he also has this ability that is a version of the trait he had in a, uh, the Battlefront 2015. But it's not a trait; it's an ability. It's an ability. So you use this, and then you get a scan of the room, which is being overused in this game. That I've noticed, like. I mean, you know, there's only four heroes, two villains and two heroes. And when one of each has the same ability, it's kind of, it shouldn't happen. It evens you know them I out. Mean? I know it does even them out, but I think that no two heroes should, or two hero, one hero, one villain should have any similarities in their abilities. But Boba Fett is different because before you interrupted me, I was going to go into what it actually did. And it actually showed you, I believe, what weapons they were using and how much health each of them had. So you can target the weak ones. Like Ray's, you can tell it's a force ability, while Boba Fett's, it's 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 mechanical. It's mechanical. Electronical. Yeah. Like it's kind of infrared. Kind of reminiscent of Bosque, but it's more like if you were looking at a computer screen. Yeah. It's like Bosque's vision through a computer screen. Clearer and uh, more defined. Then the last ability is that one rocket that confuses confuses your um, enemies if you hit them in a close radius yeah so uh does it kind of a blinding effect as if you're like looking straight in lava really close up yeah so he now has two different types of rockets so hopefully they don't nerf it like they did in battlefront 2015 i mean okay let's talk about the abilities real quick what do you think about his confusion rocket i'm not really too sure about the official name yeah. Because I didn't play Boba Fett, and I haven't really seen much gameplay of him. Because really, everyone picked Maul. Yeah. For I did not have the chance to pick Maul. But it was interesting to see how they've changed Boba Fett throughout, from 2015's Battlefront to yeah. Battlefront 2. They did way more, they did a better job. Yeah. So, obviously, you can tell that they've been listening to the community and what everyone's been wanting to see. Back to the Confusion Rocket thing. Yeah. I don't, it's practical, it's not too practical, Depends on how it's used. Like close close quarters, um, they may be like focusing. Hey, if if you are Boba Fett and you can't fly, this is what you should do: use your confusion ray, get out of there. I mean, once again, we're seeing a similarity from Ray's mind trick ability, and that should be the case since they're doing the rock paper scissors. So maybe he's the anti Ray. I'm gonna disagree on that. I think Ray's the anti Boba Fett. Really? Because she can jump like as high as he can jump pack. Going on, we have his rocket ability, which I think is really underpowered. I mean, you have to hit an enemy with every single rocket just to kill him. It's messed up. I think a single rocket should bring them to half health, but I do not think it should kill them. That's kind of hard, because if you make each rocket too powerful, it's going to be overpowered. Yeah. And if you make him make it too weak, nobody's going to use it. Like I can understand why they're doing it. Maybe make less rockets and do more damage. Or like that's, more rockets and less damage. And go either way, but... I doubt they're going to do that. They're probably just going to slightly buff the rocket. Yeah. His scamping abilities, you know, can't really go wrong with that. It works. So he's all around a, he's an average character. I mean, I, you wouldn't say he's overpowered. He's not underpowered. The The developers have tried so hard to balance everything. That's why, you know, everything's so underpowered. It's it's that even. Yeah. Because if, if you make everything underpowered, you know... You can't really go wrong. It's like making everything overpowered because it balances everything out. Yeah. 
instead of having one character that's super overpowered and everyone else underpowered. So right now, it seems that they're going to be like, we haven't actually had people play this game yet, so... Yeah, they're going to keep it on really low, so if anything, they have to buff, yeah. which is better. It's it's much better that they buff the character than... Which is smart. ...than having to nerf it, because they may nerf it too much. Yeah, which is always the case. Yeah. Um, now let's go on to Ray. Sam... Is this your new favorite character? Hashtag Ray's Bay. <laughs> yeah, Ray was my favorite character. I'd only played Ray, so it might be a little something to do with that. Yep. So second day we after we talked after we got done playing, we went over to talk to Paul Kesslin and Dennis Brenval. And um Sam was talking about Ray. And they've gotten negative responses to Ray because everyone's trying to play them as they would Darth Maul. Yeah, they all play Ray strictly ground based. Like they run around with her, and her slowing her running speeds like half of Darth Maul. Yeah, and Star Wars HQ, uh, they recently discovered that you're supposed to jump, and they're like, "Hey, you're supposed to jump." So yeah, that's what like, I did. Yeah, that's right what I've been doing. Map. If you play any really any multiplayer shooter, you're jumping. Yeah, you need to it make helps, yourself as hard a target to hit as possible. It helps you uh, avoid fire and. It, I believe it speeds you up, or that's what it feels like. Because when you're jumping around the map, it just feels like you're going faster. So I do that with troopers, whether it be droids or clones, I did that. And with Ray, I found that her jump was two times Luke before he was nerfed. Yeah, <laughs> like jumping up to the ceiling. Yeah, Darth Maul was chasing me, and I jumped over a barrier. That was like three droids high, and he couldn't get me. So Ray, she has... She has her mind trick ability, which inverts, it randomizes your controls. So, like, up would go down, left would go right. Yeah. Inverts them. And it also, it kind of blurs your vision just a tad. Like, not as much as Boba Fett's rocket. But still, it it does confuse. But the one thing I'm going to criticize, it's not very, it's not, it doesn't have a very far range. Yeah. It's very close quarters, which she is not. So, maybe... Well, what she I w- has to be a close quarters I character know. since she's got a lightsaber. She's got a lightsaber. But she's more of a 1v1 character. Like, yeah. you're not going to take on three droids and expect to win. You're going to flank them from behind. Kill one, run kill away. Kill one, run away really fast, and then go back and repeat. And then she has her... She's She doesn't really have any offensive abilities. They're mostly... um Sneak ca- attack. Yeah, sneak attack. Okay, so she has her invert, her mind trick... Her four senses, which make, lets you see through walls, and it, you can see allies and enemies, which is cool. And then her third ability, what was it? Her third remember. ability is the uh, javelin poke, as oh, I like yeah, to call I it. That. Uh, so she has her lightsaber, and then she uh, kind of does it like uh, Emperor Palpatine does when he's about to do this, a lot slower. Do the spinny. That's spinny roll I didn't stab. Re- I didn't even remember the ability because you don't really use it because yeah. it's so horrible. So that is something that they need to change. So essentially, you go like two mile, one mile an hour, which you just, you know, they can kill you before they even make it to you. Yeah, because they're so the heroes are so much weaker than in the game, and you can't cancel it. That that's the biggest thing. Like it, it'd be okay if you could go use it a little bit, cancel. But it's you have to once you use that, you are dedicated to going through with that attack. I'm pretty sure you can. Ad- buffer an attack to get out of it but you know what i do is always click the ability retract it yeah which doesn't work so the abilities 
you know, if it had a little more speed, it, I mean, it's powerful. If you connect it with a droid, it's a one shot. It can pierce the uh, heavy shield. Yeah. So, you know, she's, I mean, like Boba Fett, you know, she's not overpowered. She's not underpowered. You have to I use mean, her specifically. For me, she was kind of a perfect match for my play style, which is defensive. Yeah. So, but and everyone else I was playing was like, "I am Ray, run!" Like right now, I'm going to say that Ray is perfectly balanced. I mean, even that. Uh, you think she's perfectly balanced? Even the you know saber rush. I mean, it needs some work, but it balances out her jump. Like, Let, let's say they only have two heroes per era. Do you think she's balanced then? You know, like she'd be companion with Finn. Yeah. I mean, once you fix the saber, the saber rush, saber poke, it's good. She's good. She's fine. Yeah. So you think that's the only thing they need to change? Yeah. I actually really liked her as a, I like her as a character in the movies. And I really think that carries over in the game because she seems kind of unex, inexperienced. Yeah. As she should. As she should. You need a teacher. I could show you the ways of the force. And her lightsaber feels just like it was in the movie. Okay, now let's go on to Darth Maul, right. ladies and gentlemen. Now this is this is the f- fan favorite. Everyone that wanted to be a hero wanted to be Darth Maul. Yeah, I was looking to be Darth Maul, but you know they pick him up so fast. I mean, it's all about where it's all about circumstance when picking a hero. I mean, you have to be at the perfect time. You have to have just the right amount of battle points when the hero's screen, you know, each one activates. Yeah, and it all depends on if that mall, if that mall is a good mall. Like, if it's a good mall, you're going to win. Yeah, you're going to win, but also anybody else on the team will not be getting mall the rest of the game. Yeah, because he, you can get him right off the bat and survive the rest of the game. Yeah, if you play him right. You yeah. go in there, get some kills, run back, region a little bit. Once again, you know, they made this villain more reserved like i mean apart from ray you know ray can pick off one and run maul can pick off like three and run yeah i think everyone at dice really likes the villains because <laughs> they're always pretty overpowered yeah so i mean they should be because this you know there's only a master and his apprentice of the city. yeah they should be very powerful since there are more there are less villains in in star wars in heroes. general than there are heroes and we're not talking about bounty hunters we're talking about the sith yeah um, so his abilities are, he's got this uh, twirl away that he can use three times. So he can... Yeah, I really like that. Burst through the air, land, burst through the air again, I'm gonna, and then land and then burst through it one more it's time. It's exactly like Tracer and Overwatch. Yeah, so if you kind of like teleport to a, another area. Like he can zoom past three charges. Yeah, and he also has a lightsaber throw that is vertical, not horizontal. I, I mean, think that looks weird. It, yeah, it's not very... It's not very practical because, you know, it covers less area. Yeah. I hope they the, do make a customization to where it can be yeah, maybe horizontal. It's, maybe it's slower, but it's horizontal. Which is going to be very likely. And uh, the the DICE team has said that the reason that they did that was because uh, they wanted to make him more offensive. Yeah. So you have to, like... Okay, you have to be you really f- close. You have to be aiming for this one character. And it's, like, it's really a lot like a blaster shot. Um, I mean, for me, it's just not worth the investment of you standing still and hoping that that trooper won't move when you engage. But it comes back. It does come back. Um, and then the last ability is the 
the force choke and then throw choke and throw i mean i think it takes out half their health it takes out half their health so it's not a guaranteed kill which is like with everything in this game yeah because it's so balanced i mean a lightsaber takes two shots every time yeah so it's not like i am darth maul you will all fear me and it's more like and I'm, I'm a guy with a lightsaber i can slice your arm off but you're still alive yeah i know that a lot of people were even i know a lot of people are not gonna like this yeah just like in the previous battlefront a lot of people were complaining about the back to bomb because when you're you have the back to bomb activated on you lightsabers won't one shot you you're like oh my gosh lightsaber should one shot if you get stabbed with a lightsaber in the chest there is a chance that you will survive but I mean, I don't think... If you get sliced off the arm, you're going to survive 100%. So, I mean... Darth Maul got sliced in half, and he survived. It's a game, so, you know, it has to be balanced. So, j- the heroes are just another, you know, troop. Yeah. Jedi. They aren't, they aren't these massive gods on the battlefront. Yeah. I mean, they are obviously more powerful. Yeah. But, you know, they shouldn't be like, oh my, above all the rest, takes 10 troopers just to take off a hero. Yeah. Um, now it's like five troopers can take out a hero. Yeah. And with Darth Maul, you know, he can't, he's not very good in the open, in the open areas. Yeah. He's more of a close quarters kind of guy, which is understandable. Like yeah. Darth Vader's a close quarters. Palpatine's a close quarters. Everyone with a lightsaber is usually close quarters. Unless you're Luke, which is, he has so many mobility moves, which I hope carries over in this game. Cause I know they will add Luke. Yeah. They, we've already seen him yeah. in the campaign. And if they don't. You know, that's just... Like, if, if Darth Vader's going to be in the game, we saw him in the trailer, the first at the start. At, at the start of it, it was First Order, then it was Original Trilogy, and you see Darth Vader's shoulder. So that was a com- confirmation that Darth Vader's going to be in the game. But, you know, the bad thing about having, you know, sequel, original, prequel trilogy, there's so many heroes that you have to... For, the, for each era, you have to narrow down, like, two, which is so hard to do, especially yeah. in the pre the prequels prequels it's going to be the hardest original trilogy and a lot of the pe- sequel trilogy it's going to be like we have a handful of characters which one are we going to use um like they had a hard time getting a non like they couldn't get non-bounty hunter villains besides Darth Vader and um emperor yeah so that's going to be a little hard and a lot of fans are going to get angry for that their character of choice wasn't in the game yeah there's no way that we can ever do Everything that people can just dream up because it's not just the prequels, but it's also six seasons of Clone Wars. There's a lot of stuff, yeah. a lot of heroes, a lot of Jedi, a lot of Sith. Um, so it's always scary. But so, like, I can just tell you right now, we're not gonna get everything for launch. That's just yeah. that everyone wants. Like, someone will get disappointed because their favorite hero is not gonna be in the game for launch. However, since everything's free post-launch it means that like whatever the community decides that this is what they want we can just add it in for everyone but you know hopefully they extend the seasons way longer than they did the dlc Mm -hmm. now a little bit of talk going into customization um i don't think we'll be able to touch classes in this episode but definitely next episode customization you can customize your heroes. You can have... Um, I don't know if it's the abilities. Uh, didn't really get to see that. But there are certain things you can customize. The traits you can customize. Um, 
I think certain abilities can also customize Yeah, because there's always a fixed ability and everything. Yeah. There's that one ability that will always be there. Just so it there makes are it other ones that you can customize. It's just for the reason so it makes it more, you know, consistent. Like everyone who has this is going to have this yeah, cause ability. If you see that ability, you know, it associates with the heavy class. If you yeah. see that ability, it associates with the specialist. So, you know, it's going to be through loot crates where you unlock everything. Yeah. From star cards to skin customizations. Which I'm a fan of. I mean, it kind of makes you push that extra because you'll. It's going to take a while to unlock everything. Yeah, and so it's, you're going to be more involved with the it's community gonna, with the game. It's like a better version of Hut Contracts because for me, I know Hut Contracts gives a lot of more playability. Yeah, but once you get that, it's like, but like some of mm. them are just like, why? Why am I going to change my hand and sacrifice my KD just to get that? Yeah, like the... Um, the binoculars. Or the... Idiotic. Uh, um, it doesn't do anything. What is it? The sonic imploder. Or the uh, ion neutralizer. Yeah. You know, it stuns them, but... It, it, those specific... Like so those are the ion three neutralizer. useless. If you don't know, ion neutralizer was a weapon that was targeted the uh, vehicles, vehicles specifically. So if you were uh, hit with that while riding a, an AT-8... ATAT, you would get stunned and lose health. Um, that's good for Walker Salt and web, uh, game modes with um, vehicles, but other game modes, it's completely useless. So if you're playing cargo, you will never need that weapon. And most people just go, you know, they're not into the vehicle combat. Yeah. They're mostly in, you know, getting like 40 real kills and trying to get the hero. And that's just a waste of a slot. So I like the loot, the loot crate. Is it loot box or loot crate? Um, I don't know. I don't think they've decided on a specific that name. Still, I do. I do like that, and it's gonna add the possibility of in-game in-app purchases, in-game purchases. Yeah. So hopefully, there's gonna be like a you are rank so and so. You're able to use these certain things. So instead of like I'm gonna use two hundred dollars and get all of these different loot boxes. You're going to like, oh, I have to upgrade, play more of this game before I can actually spend the $200 to get all those loot boxes. Yeah, so I I mean, I don't have a problem with it. I know a lot of people kind of tick, but you get free DLC. Yeah. That's what you sacrifice. So you can either have free DLC and then no loot sleep. crates that you can buy, or you can have paid DLC and then no loot crates at so all. So they have to make extra money. You know, they just can't have that one time. Yeah. They're, it's either going to be through paid DLC or in-game purchases. The price of games is no longer $60. It is $60, and then for most games, it's a season pass. Like, that's what the... Um, I mean, games have so much more more, uh, more budgets, um, you know, since... And so much more money that they have to make it back. So, Battlefront's hundreds of millions of dollars been put into this game. They need to make that back. If not through the sales, they need to make it back through the fans that are wanting to continue support of this game. So, you know, Overwatch did the same technique. Like, you can buy boxes. And all of the DLC is free. Yes, exactly. So, you know, you don't have to buy it. They're not forcing you. I mean, it's either you're going to take the time to unlock those boxes and earn them manually, or you're going to pay to win. Yeah. It's not really pay to win. Maybe pay to win. Depends on how they they actually balance that. Because Nicholas Fergreus has actually said that they are actively trying to make it to where... You have to play the game, but you don't have to play 
as much as someone else if you paid the money that you need. So it's not going to be pay to win, but it's going to be uh, pay if you don't have the time. Yes, which is understandable. I mean, you know, to unlock that one epic card that you've been waiting for, you may have to spend tens of hours. Or, you know, you can pay 20 bucks and buy a lot of loot crates and hope you get them. Yeah. I mean, it's still, you know, you have that element of like, oh, what am I going to get this time? And you have the randomness. So it's not like, oh, I'm going to go buy that epic card for five bucks and I'm going to get it. Yeah. No. It's more like I'm going to pay $20, get all these. And that's if you get it. And if you yeah. don't, you're going to have to pay more. So it makes it a little bit harder to find those cards. Yeah. Like the epic abilities, they're going to be harder to get. So like maybe one in every... Like 10. 10 to 100, you get an epic ability. Like, we still don't know what, you know, the... We don't really know, like, how many boxes it's going to be. we're going to be able to get. Like, if it's maybe one every five games. Kind of like Plants vs. Zombies. You know, you get these random... Random seed Random packets. items or seed packets. And then you can go in there, open the seed package, you get a part of a skin or a part of a, a weapon. So it might be, like, you know, really, really easy odds to get... And maybe they could do common boxes. Yeah, they they will. Okay, they will. Yeah. Which, you know, which is awesome. Last thing before we get to the poll of the week, friend of the podcast, Jordan at star underscore lord 2366 asks, do you think Adenversio will be a playable hero in the multiplayer? That's actually a really good question. Yeah. Like, I didn't even think about that. Um, I'm going to say no. Yeah. I think that she may be just a campaign character. Like, because, you know, as we said before... It's got to be even. They have so. so many heroes and villains to choose from. Like, unlike Battlefront 2015, they don't have to scrounge the dark depths of Wikipedia. Yeah. They can choose so many. Like, there's so many background Jedi in the prequels. No problem. Yeah. But for Iden Versio, you know, she's just a troop. And it'd have to be even, so if they have Iden Versio, they'd have to have yeah. someone else from the campaign in the game as well. Just like, you know, as we just found out, Boba Fett matches Rey and hit their abilities. Yeah. So you're going to have to have a character that also mimics or, um, you know, clashes. Anti. So it all, they'd also have to be on the hero side. So if they have heroes on there. That means they could have Captain Rex to match Iden Versio, which would be amazing. No, because they'd have to be from the campaign. I do not see yeah. Captain Rex being in the campaign. No, I meant like, you know, the hero aspect. Yeah, but... Because she would be in the seasons. No? Like, if they have campaign heroes, I think it'd be right off the bat. Oh, you do? Yeah, so they have Iden Versio, and then they have a hero character that the villain of the Empire is. I think she's just solely going to be campaign-based. Yeah, I, that's Which you'll what get, I'm thinking. You'll get your fill of Iden Versio. Like, they said it's... A lot of people thought it was just going to be like a few-hour campaign. Oh, that was fun. Yeah. But they have a whole development team working on the campaign. So... It's going to be pretty in-depth, maybe 8 to 12 hours, hopefully. So I asked on Twitter how long everyone wants the campaign to be. 8 to 12 hours was the most popular answer. I want it as long as it can yeah. be while having a great story. A lot of games could have a great story if it wasn't hundreds of hours long. So Yeah, because they make you do these side quests off. You know, the story's kind of going along with you. Kind of like cutscene, you do some stuff. Cutscene, you do some stuff. I kind of want it to be like Star Wars The Force Unleashed. Like, that has a, an awesome campaign. One of our listeners actually gave a great example. I sadly can't remember his actual uh, username on Twitter, but he mentioned Resident Evil 7, like how that had a, a pretty concise story. If they went any longer, it would have been 
a terrible story. Short but and sweet. You have, you have to hit that short and sweet. Like, there's a reason movies are like two hours long, maybe even less than that. Because if they went longer, it'd just be like, oh, there's that one detail that we don't really need right now. So, so now let's get on to the poll of the week. How do you want hero play across eras? Certain game modes, all game modes, keep it canon, or don't care. I really want all game modes. You said you don't really care. Like, you know, I'm going to respect their decision. Yeah. Um, certain game modes, it's probably going to be the most popular. That's what I predict is going to be most popular. Yeah. But, you know, it's going to be... I don't know if they'll sacrifice the time to make certain game modes canon. When the campaign, you know, that's where the the canonosity is coming from. Yeah. And Paul Kesslin said, I believe in an interview, that in... Um, in dice the discussion of cross era hero play is a huge topic so a lot of people in there wanted all all eras to be able to play and then certain people want it to be canon so that's gonna there's they're even mixed on this so the reason everyone loved the original battlefront 2 is because they could do things that they never you know could through the movies they could answer questions that could never be question um, answered through films and canon books yeah. Like, who would win? You know, Luke Skywalker or or like Count Dooku or General Grievous. Yeah, insert prequel character that died. Yeah. Or, you know, a prequel character versus... A sequel trilogy. A sequel character. trilogy. Like, you know, Rey would never, ever fight General Grievous. But this is a possibility. Because I'm like 100% sure they will add General Grievous. Yeah. He's a fan favorite. I hope so. I want General Grievous... To be in the game so badly i want like even if he's only got two lightsabers maybe even one i just want him in the game i definitely think he he would have two lightsabers to be balanced yeah and one of his abilities would maybe kick in four lightsabers or you know like a jab in a fighting game you know they start off with two like even in the uh, about original battlefront 2 when he strikes three times four lightsabers comes out so like a an upgrade system through the hero like, you know, in Battlefront 2, when you hit multiple, when you swing your lightsaber multiple times, different uh, animations happen. Yeah. His third animation is four lightsabers out. Or maybe he has an ability that opens all four lightsabers and he does the drill that... Yeah, that'd be so that sick. ...that is used against Obi-Wan in the prequels. That that would be awesome. That I believe the saving grace of the, um, was it the Clone Wars? No, the, the second movie. Attack of the Clones? Attack of the Clones was General Grievous. Isn't yeah, that, just like, yeah, I believe it was introduced, yeah. But just like the saving grace of The Phantom Menace is Darth Maul. Yeah. That's what the prequels get right. They get all the villains like they have on. so They have so many awesome characters, but just the story. Yeah. But I know I forgive the prequels. I mean, we wouldn't have clones if it weren't for the prequels. We wouldn't have droids. And I love the clones and droids. Yeah. Like, I know that they did too much CG everything but you know well that's all for this episode thanks for listening you can listen to the podcast on itunes stitcher google play or soundcloud uh, we're on twitter at swb podcast uh, twitter.com slash swb podcast our patreon if you would like to support us and have a chance to be on our podcast is patreon.com slash battlefront podcast if you'd like to leave feedback through email you can reach us at uh, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com we are still running our battlefront 2 giveaway 
So all you got to do is leave a review on iTunes and you'll be entered. And if, when we reach 500 followers on Twitter, we will be giving away a signed poster of Battlefront 2. The exclusive ones that we got at EA Play, signed by myself and Sam. Yay. Yeah, those things are those things are running pretty high on eBay, so... Yeah, they only made 5,000 of these. We're going to be giving one of them away once we reach 500 followers. We're still working out the actual rules and everything, but... Yeah, it's going to be awesome. As always, may the force be with you. Ray, let's get into... Hey, man, we're not done with Bobo. No. okay. He's my little baby. He's my child. Okay. Okay. <laughs>